One, we love God. We're reading out of Romans this morning. Romans chapter 15, verses 4 through 13. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that, we, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they might provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and our Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed, and moreover that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I praise you among the Gentiles, I will sing the praises of your name. Again it says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the peoples extol him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him the Gentiles will hope. So may the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are in a season of hope, and I'm going to add two words to that, and rest. And rest. There's a time, there's a time for everything. A season for which every activity under the heavens, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to tear down, a time to build, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them. I love this part. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Mm -hmm. Welcome to our COVID Christmas. A time to search, a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to tear, a time to mend. A time to be silent, a time to speak. A time to love, a time to hate, a time for war, a time for peace. And there is a time to rest. There is a time to rest. And you may be thinking, Ian, I've been resting too long in my house for too many days and too many hours in the same chair. I'm done resting. That's not what we're talking about. That is not what we're talking about. Because there's some who in all of this COVID have found themselves imprisoned at home, not doing anything, 
not getting out. We've, others have found themselves and their schedules have just gone off the charts. There's too much to do. There's too much going on. There's busy, busy, busy. We are in a season of hope. But to carry that hope, there's a point of time where we need to rest. Rest is not just kicking in the recliner and eating Buckeyes. I know. I'm so sorry, Sean. Though we would like that, and we would think it would be absolutely wonderful. That's all, man, that's all I have to do today. All i got to do is polish off his back. <laughs> but that's not, that's not it. So we're going to talk a little bit today about rest. And there are some things that I'm going to share that the Lord has clearly told, told me about my life. And so I'm going to pass that along. Because normally the way that the Lord works is when he's working in the pastor, it's a ripple effect. It just is. That's how God has allowed this to be structured. So without question, I know that I have entered into a time of rest. Do I have things on my calendar? Yes. Is it busy? Yes. Resting is not about not doing anything. It's about being in his rest while working with him. Our church and the church as a whole in this region has entered a time of rest. It's to allow our hearts and minds to be placed to the hands of the Almighty God and allowing Him to dictate your steps. It's a time for allowing the Holy Spirit to quiet our hearts and minds and letting Him speak to our hearts the things that are in his, on His heart during this time of rest. This isn't a time to try to figure out what we're supposed to do with all of this craziness and madness that's surrounding us. It isn't a time to live in a state of frustration, worry, or being flustered. It is a time of rest. The rest is not in what we're doing. Rest is being peace, being at peace within the action. We're talking about a peace of mind, not an action of the body. In our rest, we're being taught to trust. Trust that, know, that God knows what's happening and what is going to happen. That He knows the way through all of this. And it's to live with an activated hope. Hope. Believing in the promises that God has given us that He knows. But to live in that. In our rest, again, trust. Trust. God has this. We have been through months and months of wondering, what if? What's it going to look like when? God has seen us through to this point. Many of us are not the same people now that we were in March. True? True. We have, in some crazy way that we probably can't even explain or write down on paper, 
we have become stronger. We have become more in tune with what God is doing and what He's doing in our lives. The Lord is at work. In the midst of all of this, He is at work. In our rest, this may mean setting some boundaries. It could be with co-workers, neighbors, family members. But our time of rest is to learn about Him. Take time, be still, and know that He is God. In a season where we normally figuratively and literally fill our plates don't 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 make things up for you to do be still listen and be available God will show you what to do it may mean that your schedule or your calendar is busy but you're going to be busy with him. When he's at work, you're at work. Sometimes what he wants you to do is just to sit and listen. Let me encourage you to sit and listen. It's okay to stop running. It really is. It's important that we understand resting now. You don't have to be perfect at it. Just get a piece of it. You don't have to know it all. You'll get another chance at this, I guarantee you. But learn a little bit on what rest is. I know I've shared this before, but it's such an important principle. And it comes out of Genesis, and it's creation. God created us, man, his most prized possession on the sixth day. And we all know what God did on the seventh day, right? He rested. Do you know who he rested with? Us. Mankind. That is one of the most important principles. It is the foundational teaching that God taught his most prized possession. The very first thing was how to rest with him. How to rest with him. And then Adam and Eve went out and tended the garden. And they went and did things with God because they knew how to rest with Him. That's a picture of what's happening now. So, over this next, this holiday season, in the first part of January, we have an opportunity to learn a little bit about rest. Because just like Adam and Eve learned about rest, then they stepped into doing things. Tending the garden, naming the animals. They started doing. They learned how to rest with God, then they started to do for Him. Okay? It's the same thing of what we're going to experience. There are things that are going to happen at the first of the year that's going to make us, quote unquote, a little busy. We've all prayed, we've all watched our church grow, haven't we? We've watched it. 
It's a little different now. More of our people are watching on Facebook. But at points, our church was on the rise and it was moving. It was growing and more and more people were attending. And we're like, praise the Lord. We have more and more people coming. Let me ask you a question. How will things be different when all these pews are full for you? Think about it. When we have children's time and there are kids everywhere. When all of the pews are full. We've had more visitors during COVID than we've ever had. Have we not? They are going to keep coming. And they're coming because they're watching and seeing God do something that's unique. Something that helps them. Something that touches their hearts and they want to be a part of that. How is church going to look full? And think about all that. Think about motion, more organization, more this, more that, more this, more that. It's going to take what? Work. As talented as I am, I can't do it all. Right? I, you don't have to even agree with the first part of that statement. Let's just grab a hold of the second part. I can't do it all. The neat thing is, is that I haven't done it up to this point. God has and we have. But we add more and God sends more. Guess what? More. On every front. On every level. More. Are we going to get busier? Yes. Here and in your life outside of here. Because God has led us to take the church outside of these four walls. Has he not? He has. Have we been doing it? Yes, we have. So if we're doing what he wants us to do, we're doing it where he wants us to do it, what do you think is going to happen? He's going to bring people. The Bible tells us in Romans, all things work together for good to those who love God, those who are called according to his purpose. Right? Romans 8.28. Let me make some observations about that verse. One, we love God. Right? We do. We talk about it, we see it. People come here and they enjoy it because they feel welcomed. They feel a part of what's going on here. Why? Because God's love is moving in and around us and through us and people feel welcomed here. Do we love God? Yes, we do. Are we called? Yes, we are called. Therefore, since we love God and we are called, then guess what's going to happen? All things are going to work together for good. I didn't say it, the Bible did. All things are going to work together for good. Even in the craziness in which we're living right now, all things are going to work together for good. But here's the question. To his purpose. What's his purpose? His purpose is for us to go into all the world, preach the gospel, make disciples, baptize. That's his purpose. We are about his purpose. We love God. We are called. 
Guess what's going to happen? Good is going to come out of all of this because we're being faithful and being obedient. And right now, God's saying, learn how to rest. Because in that is hope. Because when things start happening and people start coming, we don't have to do this. We have to follow God's lead. It's a matter of just being obedient. Because He's in control of it. And we follow what He's telling us to do. Just like we've been doing. Just like we've been doing. So in this, we need to learn how to rest. <laughs> you might be asking me, you know, Pastor Ian, have you seen the herd of cats inside my brain? Have you seen them? Because they're all over the place. But you're telling me that I'm going to have to learn how to rest. I, don't, I really don't think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. You haven't seen all this. You know what? I've got my own herd of cats. But I also know that the Lord who is leading us is the one that we can trust. Who can bring us to a point of rest. And it's not stopping what we're doing. It's being at peace in what we're doing. That's what God's calling us to. Because he has found us faithful to bring more our direction. I, it's coming, church. All that God desires, those people who are outside of these four walls that God desperately loves, he is reaching out to them. In the midst of a difficult time, he's reaching out for them and people are answering that call. And their question is, where do I go? What do I do from here? My life has changed. I don't want the old anymore. I want the new. Where do I go? What do I do? Who do I talk to? And because we have been faithful to leave the four walls of this church and to be the church out in the community, you are going to be approached. You will see a need. Be at rest. Listen to the Lord and understand how He wants you to walk through it. We're going to have amazing opportunities. January and February are going to get busy. They are. We're already seeing it now. But it's going to get busy being about the Father's business. Church, you've been chosen. You, you have been chosen. You are welcome to stay a part of all of what God's doing. Some of what we're going to see in the first part of 2021 is people choosing. Choosing to be a part of it, choosing not to be a part of it. Some of those choices will absolutely thrill our hearts. Others will break them. Because some people will choose not to be involved. And that will hurt. Similarly to the pain that God feels. But we have a time coming ahead of us that we genuinely get to do what God has called us to do. All of the things that we have done over the last five and a half, six years, 
starting with Pastor Phil being here. It's coming to a pinnacle. And for some reason, God has chosen this region and this area to show himself powerful and strong and we get to be a part of it. But what he's telling us now is to learn how to rest. Is to learn how to rest. It's going to look different for everybody. Not everybody's going to be the same. I can't give you a formula on how to rest. Other than take your schedule, put it before the Lord, and ask Him, do I do this? Do I not do this? Do I do this? Do I not do this? And let Him put your schedule together. It's different, but it's the way it should be done. And that prepares us, each one of us, individually, corporately, of where we're going to go. It's not about how am I going to get my stuff done this year. It's God, how do you want me to get the stuff you want done completed? In that is hope. Because when you step into following His lead, then you know that you are surrounded by Him and that you are moving according to the Holy Spirit. That is hope. You're not out there on your own doing it. You're not out there in the end of, on the end of the limb and going, Oh, okay, God, I'm a little trouble out here. I need you out here. I need you to be out here with me. It's not that. It's like you may be, quote unquote, out on the limb, but it's because God puts you there. And guess what? You're in good company. How many people in this book have been out on the limb? That's why we have this book. Is because God, was the, God showed himself strong in those situations. But to be at peace and to be at rest allows you to live a life of hope. It's hope that is activated. It's a hope that is alive. It is a living hope. And that's the season we're in. We have things that are coming. Good things. According to God's definition of them. Do you know how excited he is to see how many hearts have turned towards him during this COVID season? That is a good thing. Has it been tough on us? Yes. Have the angels in heaven been singing more than ever in a long time? Yes. Because people are turning to him in the midst of the difficulties. So let us be a conduit for people to see him and see him clearly. Be at rest. Have hope. Cast all your cares, Jesus said, upon me, and I will give you rest. The one thing that God gave his creation on the seventh day was the same thing that Jesus Christ offered, is to take all of your cares and he'll trade you. If you give me your cares and your concerns and your worries and your frustrations, I'll give you rest. It's worth the trade, church. It's worth the trade. Father, Lord God, I thank you for this day that you've given us. And Lord, I pray and I ask you to allow us to see and understand even more so what's your meaning about giving each one of us rest. Father, the rest that we need, the rest that 
will change our lives and in turn change the lives of those around us. God, I ask you for strength upon each one of us. That during this time that we enjoy this season and the truth of what it means, but that, Father, we surrender our cares and our worries and our frustrations. That we lay them at your feet, that we put them in your lap, that, that we take Jesus up on his offer of taking our cares and in turn giving us rest. And God, we take that and Lord, I just ask that we make it so personal that it becomes who we are in a world that is struggling, in a world that is hurting, in a world that is full of fear and frustration. Father, may we be your rest to those in need. And Father, may we have just as much hope as we do rest. Father, we love you and we worship you. And God, I just ask you, God, I ask you to answer this request and that, Lord, you pour out upon these people and that they will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. If you will, please turn in your red hymnals and stand with me as we sing number 230, O Little Town of Bethlehem. We'll be singing verses 1 and 4. Okay, don't forget our Singspiration is coming up. If you have your favorites, direct them to Miss Catherine Alodi. She will be happy to get you arranged and set you up to where your song is going to be sung so that everybody can enjoy it, okay? Can anybody guess what the number one song is right now? The number one, <laughs> the number one song on First, Baptist, First United Methodist Church. 
O Holy Night. This is number one. Who's one of the... That's my favorite. Who else is that their favorite? Yeah, that's a good one. So we may be singing it more than once. <laughs> but we have a great week ahead of us. It is beautiful today. It's going to turn a little bit cold, but that's not going to stop us from being happy, is it? No, it's going to be a great week. So look forward to everybody getting together next week. Let me pray for you and we will be dismissed. Father, Lord God, I thank you so much for this day that you've given us and how you love us and how you watch over us and protect us. God, how you lead us. And Lord, I just ask that you just give us a better understanding of what it is to be in your rest and how that rest ignites the hope in our hearts of who you are and who you've said you are. Father, of all the promises that you give us in Scripture, that we can own those, and out of those we become conquerors and we become overcomers. Father, you have blessed us beyond what we could measure. And Father, I ask that you allow us to have memory of all of the things that you've blessed us with and that we count those blessings. Father, watch over us and protect us this week. We look forward to next week when we're all back together. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.